0: This free guide is available on my website and in the links in the show notes. So make sure you go download it so that you can start making more money today. What tips can you offer to help business owners make the most of a proactive referral network? This is the question we're going to dive into on today's episode of Strategy Snacks. I'm Frenchie Frenzy. I'm a business strategist and advisor and the host of Strategy Snacks. Isabel Sarley, who is a copywriter, email copywriter for Heart Centered Entrepreneurs submitted this question. And this is such an important one because there is a little bit of this kind of feeling in the space, quote unquote, that... If you create a referral network, business is just going to come your way because everyone is going to talk about you. And I actually think that in terms of creating an effective referral network, you really need to vet who you invite. The money in and of itself, it's not that it's not incentivizing enough. It's just that it may often be less incentivizing than other things. So a couple of things. I think one, you really want to understand how much time do they have to proactively market you. And what I mean by that is that I have found myself, even when I'm just selling my own things, a little bit confused and overwhelmed by what exactly I should prioritize my focus on. Recently, when I was running media Genius and selling my regular offers, I would find myself at times just wondering which one makes more sense for me to talk about more. And am I cannibalizing something in my world by talking about one or the other? And so thinking about it through that lens and thinking about it through the lens of that experience, I really think that if you're going to bring on referral partners, you need to find ways to ensure that they can prioritize doing the marketing on your behalf. And so I think that there's a couple different ways to do that. One is to really get a sense of who's in their world. I think that when you are building referral networks, we tend to choose people who might know a lot of people like us, right? And so it might be tricky to find someone who doesn't have other copywriter friends to talk about in this particular case. Or if you're a business strategist, like I am, and I wanted to get referrals, I, <clears throat> it would be easy to end up in a world of all business services types of people. But actually, what I would try to do is to get in front of different groups where I might be one of the few business coaches that people are talking about. So really capitalizing on the word of mouth in a space where there's less competition. So that is really important. The other piece is always about, one, it's always about the knowing trust, right? It's just your audience shifts, right? Because the people you're building trust with moves away from being the people who are directly buying from you and moves into being the people who are selling on your behalf. So how do you build more trust with them? How do you make it as easy for them as possible to sell on your behalf? how do you make sure that they can talk about you in all the ways? So I think that there is a little bit of community building and not that MLMs are necessarily like a, a model that we want to base ourselves on. But one of the things that we've seen is that it's the community aspect that really drives that referral behavior. So, I think that's another important thing. Is like, how are you bringing them together, right? And the reason it drives that behavior is because you build trust. You help people build a sense of identity. Then people feel pride when they return when they refer people to you. So there's a lot of layers to what's happening in the referral world. But always default to what you know about sales because it really is just a different type of sale. It's a different type of nurturing because you're nurturing this group of people. So. Basically, all that to say, if I were going to summarize it, I think that there's the first part is the vetting process. Do they have the chops to sell? Do they have the right audience to sell to? Do they have the time to sell and to talk about your offers, right? If they've been vetted and you believe that they can effectively do those things, then you really want to lean into building the known trust with them and make it as easy as possible for them to sell on your behalf. I... Hope this was helpful. I would love to hear who, like which of us listeners actually use referral networks. I personally have not used referrals or at least not any formal referral programs yet, but I do think that it can be really valuable. So I would absolutely love to hear any thoughts you have about that. Drop it in the comments, shoot me a DM. And I'm really, really glad that Isabel asked this question because it is on a lot of people's minds. And I want to begin rewriting the narrative that that just having a referral network will immediately lead to sales, right? But to actually think about the fact that like with anything, we need to have a plan behind it. We need to have a strategy behind it and we need to figure out how to maximize the impact and the results. That's all for today. I'm Frenchie Frenzy. It's great to have you here and we'll be back soon. Bye everyone.